0: Hi everybody. Welcome to episode 148 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. <laughs> I
1: have another host, Mr. Paul <laughs> Robinson. Just wanted to step on your name.
0: Uh, how would this be different from any <laughs> yeah. other episode?
1: Yeah, but, you know, because I'm so excited.
0: <clears throat> or be... you're just a rude SOB. Did you ever consider well, that?
1: Well, I think they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> you know, I can be an excited, rude son of a bitch, you know? Yeah,
0: well... Mission accomplished. All right. Um,
1: <clears throat> We're talking about some stuff today that we've been watching.
0: Yeah. We have, yeah.
1: We have some guests lined up, but uh, not yet. Not yet. Not
0: yet. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's. has this is a, a weird time. We'll probably get more guests than we normally do during the season because people aren't going out as much, mm. except for our like overseas guests who are able to do whatever the hell they want because yeah. they know how to follow rules. Yeah. <sighs> So, Lucky bastards. um, we watched some things and, uh, then there was, there was something that we didn't watch that I was still going to talk about, which I don't normally do, but mm. I think, I, th- I think I want to just kind of talk about it a little yeah. bit. Let's do it. Um, okay. So like first things first, before we start to, to review the things that we did watch, I'm going to talk about things that, mm. the thing that we didn't watch and, uh, I I felt the need to talk about this film called Songbird. Mm -hmm. I think it was like Hulu or something like that. It's hard to keep track of all the platforms and where the hell things are released on. Um, Especially because Apple, like, you don't know. Like, it'll just pop out of one screen and go to another. And you're like, where am I actually watching this on? Is this Apple? Is this Prime? Like, what Mm -hmm. is this? Um, And then also the, I'm not going to say new, but two-year-old. Um, or one, yeah, one and a half year old uh, Apple TV model. So one of the, the one of the newer ones. Yeah, um, it has this really fun feature where <laughs> um, when you try to use the microphone mm-hmm. and just sort of like voice dictate, because it's like, hey, that's way easier than having to slide across to find the right letter and -hmm. then slide back to the A and then you messed up so you gotta back up but you accidentally X'd it all out and you have to start all over again so you're like hey I'll just use this microphone Mm -hmm. that never fucking works Yeah. okay it never hears what you're saying properly and then when it does it's like oh that movie doesn't exist really Uh, Godfather that Uh, movie doesn't uh, exist but if I type it in there it is is." so completely useless Apple You are completely useless. Like if you're going to corner the market on home streaming (sighs) devices, get that shit right. okay? that thing was like nearly two hundred dollars and I am never able to use the microphone. And the one time that I did recently after months of being like, I'm never doing that again. I was like, you know, like an Alzheimer's patient. I went back to it and I'm like, maybe I can just say this title And it'll give me that title. No, what it did is it went straight to a song Mm. that I'm not even sure if we own. I'm not – I don't know. Maybe (laughs) we do. Okay, Blasting. And then the thing was I couldn't figure out how to get rid of it because there was no like screen that was like, oh, it's right here. So I had to like go through everything and then find playing now and stop it. Mm. (laughs) Never said – Play this or, you know, yeah. like like you would do with Siri or something yeah. or uh, with, like, Alexa or yeah. whatever. It just was like – and the crazy thing was I didn't say that word of the band. It was a one-worded band. Mm. That sounded nothing like what I'd said.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's – And then uh, it just
0: started blasting that. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, if I'd had a sleeping baby next to me, I would have been driving down to the Apple headquarters and, like, taking hostages because, like, are you kidding me right now? It was – so obnoxious anyway yeah. i digress so this movie songbird right um, i mean look it up i'm not going to like cuz i have nothing good to say here all right <laughs> so, okay. so i'm not going to say you you, it, you could look it up and you know whatever and i don't know what other work this director to director writer uh, has done normally i'm i'm in i'm on board mm. i'm on board with director writers i i, I feel like they tend Are to have jam? they're my jam because you're kind of getting like you're getting what was created.
1: Yeah, a more pure right, yeah. kind of thing, yeah.
0: You're not getting the <clears throat> uh, the interruption of studios and, um, you know, producers and things that are like, no, you have to change this character. We don't like the ending that way. Um, and so I saw the – I just saw the, the, the synopsis for it, if you will.
1: Yeah, I can't – And
0: can I just – what?
1: I can't deal with movies about – A pandemic
0: or anything. Well, I was just about to say that, you know, if you'd let me finish my thought. Uh, (laughs) um, I just find this so fucking lazy. Mm. This is so lazy. Yeah. And the whole like um, the whole like POV thing is really obnoxious. Mm hmm. Um, it's found sometimes, or yeah, well, I mean, look, I haven't watched it. Somebody's like, be like, are oh, judging it? You didn't even watch it. Here's, here's the reason why I didn't even care to watch this enough to hate it. Because people that I know on the social medias, I'm not, I'm not saying who, but several people whose, um, taste in films, I question, mm. did not like it. <laughs> right.
1: So, well, that if, means that you may like it.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Um, and so it's like, if this person will watch anything, and they're saying that this was not very good. Mm. Um, it can't be great. And right. then, then the cast is like all over the place, right? At one point, I think like Demi Moore pops up. I'm like, does she even act anymore? Like, mm. what what is going on? Um, and so, it, and and it's like I would have maybe maybe been able to just like excuse it a couple notches if this was completely independent, like micro budget independent film. And I not don't with know. Demi Moore. I don't know what their budget was. Yeah, but, you know, those, like, has-been uh, A-list actor, a actors will sometimes do shit. You know what I mean? So it's not out of the realm of possibility. But, like, Craig Robinson and Bradley Whitford. Okay. Do you know... Like, Craig Robinson, I'm not – like, I don't yeah, really yeah. watch his stuff. But Bradley Whitford, like, <laughs> yeah. are you kidding me? Like, that's the, the how did you – but then, like, the leads were unknowns, yeah, which is yeah. kind of cool, right? Because yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. You have these unknowns leading the film, and then it, it's about – we're still in it. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Who wants to watch a film that's about a pandemic like a, in a pandemic?
1: A, 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 from a narrative standpoint, I think when you're dealing with, like <clears> – <throat> um. Yeah, There was that monster movie that was, like, found footage or whatever. Oh, God, whatever. what was
0: that? You made me go to the theater for that.
1: Yeah. And, but it's, like, that stuff works just from a narrative, purely narrative perspective. When you start throwing in, like, famous actors, it mm. takes you out because then it's, like, well, this is clearly a movie now because right. that is an actor right there. Yeah. And so uh, I don't that, – that, that was a weird decision.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that around – God, what was the name of that movie that – you're talking about um, around the time that that movie came out was when everybody started kind of jumping. I mean, it's not the first time it's been done. You know, Blair mm-hmm. Witch did it. Yeah. And personally, I don't think anybody's beat Blair Witch in it. Yeah. I, I think like they kind of still own uh, successfully doing found footage.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but there was a big gap. Mm-hmm. And then the fuck was that? They're like at a party in the city yeah. or something. And then the world, world falls apart and there's aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, a monster, but yeah. Whatever. I don't know. It was something. Um, During that time, a lot of people started doing that again. Yeah, there was that
1: superhero type movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know. It loses, the kitsch is lost once, three, four, five. Well, I've seen this over a dozen times now. When you're the first one to kind of bring it back from the dead, Mm. I'll give you that. But the people that follow after that, it's like, get out of here. Yeah. It's not, you know. The 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 lure is is gone at yeah. that point, and and now it's just you it's know. usually people
1: that do something interesting with it. Like I I I liked that the monster one and the superhero one. I thought those were interesting takes on it. But then yeah, you start to have like everybody. I'll do a monster one too. Or now we have a pandemic one, and it's like um it's it's it, it becomes like a uh, its own genre. And if it's not strong enough, then you know. Yeah. It's it's it feels repetitive because it's too it's too narrow a genre, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's um, it, you also have to be in the mood for that type of thing, because yeah. it's not like watching a, a regular movie. You know, you kind of have to be in the mindset to be like, oh, there's going to be a lot of shaky camera. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously the uh, visual quality is crappy because it's supposed to look crappy. Mm. Um, although I kind of don't understand it now when it's like our phones look pretty good. You know what I mean? Like when they intentionally make the footage look like you had a camcorder, and it's like who has a camcorder anymore? Yeah. You know, like everybody just films on their phone. Yeah, um, I
1: know. It's like they have to degrade it to make it look bad, but then nothing films, even phones, look better than that now. Yeah. so it's like it's a tricky area. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um, okay. So so apparently, I I, I had Cloverfield. To look at- Cloverfield. Oh, yeah,
1: that's what it was. Yeah. So I didn't even look it up. I just remembered it.
0: Here's a thing that makes no sense to me. Um, okay, first of all, it got like under, like it got like two and a half stars on IMDb, which is not.
1: Uh, it's pretty rough.
0: <laughs> it's pretty rough. Um, <coughs> but what made no sense to me was that the budget, like if you look up the budget, and I didn't look very hard, but when you look up, it says between 700,000 and 2.5 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
1: it's a big difference. That's
0: a big difference. Um, so I don't know what this film actually costs to make, but even at seven hundred thousand, it's like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Um, I I just feel like it, again, like I've said, it's just a very lazy approach. And can we stop doing that? Like, why are people so? Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't even think of the word.
1: Like drawn to it, or
0: uh, I guess.
1: What do people feel the need to have to make those?
0: Sort of, but I was trying to think of a more like eloquent way to say it that made me sound somewhat educated. But my brain has shut off. Epic fail. (laughs) First thing in the morning, this is what happens. I can't function. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just this this weird like compulsion that people have to. That's pretty good. Compulsion. That wasn't the word I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. That to sort of jump onto. I mean, you see this a lot with with anything, right? You know, there's just sort of like um, like with the like with the found footage, like everyone jumps on the bandwagon, right? Mm-hmm. But to make a film, about, and now I'm I'm a pessimistic person. I sure. like dark things, yes, right? I know. But you made a film about a pandemic in the middle of a fucking pandemic, yeah. about people that have now been in a pandemic for four years. Yeah. What is wrong with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, people tend Like that's to, not like,
0: the kind of shit we need right now. Like people yeah. are still literally dying and there was a like this has been a really traumatic thing. And someone's gonna be like, oh, and the wars that they made movies after weren't yeah, they waited a bit, all right. Mm-hmm. Let give the sheets well, time to I mean, cool. The,
1: the wars are still going on, but
0: yes, they are. But, but that uh, that's you know, I don't know. Like there, there's there's just so much that we still don't know about it factually yeah. that you know and well, things movies change, are an but... escape
1: for a lot of people yeah, and it's like you're not yeah. going to escape into a worse scenario than you're in currently yeah and I, somewhat plausible like i don't see
0: i don't um i don't envision that a lot of war vets watch war movies yeah and um there's a reason for that and uh i go back to my experience having seen saving private ryan in the theater i saw it mm. twice and the first time i saw it in the theater there were a lot of older men there and some and their wives as well but there were a lot of older men in in the uh in the audience and neither of us knowing what we were in for you know i just thought like well i guess that makes sense because they were in the services i think a lot of people in that audience regretted yeah. that decision several of them walked out in tears there were just grown ass men sobbing behind me the ptsd was strong and i'm yeah. just like okay this is why you know this is probably not the type of film that you would normally watch because it would be triggering. I um, mean, it's just like we're still in this. Yeah, like this turned into a huge political war. This is just turned the world upside down, and this is the thing that you decide is going to be
1: the topic. This is the story you had to tell, yeah,
0: of your film, and not even like the aftermath of it, but that it's gone on for four years. Like, yeah, listen. At this rate, with our ability as a country to follow direction, I don't doubt that that is a possibility. But can we not sit through, like, I don't know, whatever, an hour and a half, whatever it might have been, of anticipating this fact? Um, Because that's not going to change anything. If you think that making a movie about a pandemic lasting four years is going to make people get, you know, is going to force people to get their shit together, you're wrong. Um, But uh, I don't know. It just seems like... My God, whether it's 700, like you're talking to us here, $700,000 is like we'll never see that kind of money for a film. So whether it was 700,000 or 2.5, I don't care. To me, that's just a complete waste of resources. Yeah. And you could have told a more original story yeah. in that.
1: Well, that's the thing, right? It's, it's you know, you have this it's, – it's very much a, a um – the type of movie that's just cashing in on whatever, you know, the, the genre of it sounds like. I don't know anything about the film. I don't know the filmmakers or any of that stuff. But just on the face of it, it sounds like, you know, you're cashing in on the found footage thing. You're cashing in on the fact that it's a pandemic during a pandemic. And so you have those people that.
0: I don't even know that it's found footage, by the way. I'm just going by the trailer, which showed it for a second. So I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't know. But I just don't know. still
1: The whole. Fa- yeah, I don't know. The whole pandemic during a pandemic thing. I'm...
0: <laughs> it just doesn't.
1: No, thanks. Maybe I'll watch in a year. I won't. If everything goes well.
0: I'm not, I, I, no, I I can't. I know I won't because it's just like, come on. Well, I'm just saying like. So many things you could have done. Yeah. So many things you could have written about. And um, if the
1: story is that interesting, you could just take the pandemic part out of it. If the pandemic is what's the key to the movie, then it's just like, well, that's. Lazy storytelling to not it's build inc- out. Well,
0: it's incredibly lazy and- storytelling to me. Just going by the and and again, we know we've heard about how the studios will market things differently. Maybe they intended for this to be something else. And the studio was like, "No, we want to jump on the pandemic bandwagon because this yeah. isn't the first movie that's come out with the pandemic. The there's several pandemic. Exactly. There's several films indies that have come out about this. Yeah, and it's yeah. There's it, been it's a like few. enough. How many do we need at this point? We don't need that many, but. I'm not 100% against doing something.
1: If you're that in. if you're that much if you're hurting that much for you know to torture yourself just watch Contagion or something, you know. Yeah.
0: Well no, I was actually going to say um, can you be a bit more creative and I cannot remember the name of the damn film. There was a movie that we watched years ago that was something similar and it was so freaking good. Um,
1: like Contagion?
0: It wasn't it, the budget was lower. It was an mm-hmm. indie. And uh, I cannot remember oh, the actor's the, name. Were,
1: yeah, where they... Um,
0: he's inside he's and inside she's the out. House yeah, it
1: turns... Yeah. Yes.
0: Like, that was, yeah. that that was, a, was a twist that I didn't see coming. And I was like, that was so freaking creative. Mm-hmm. I loved that film. And I can't... It's really helpful that I can't yeah. give you the name of...
1: Shout out to that film that no one knows <laughs> we're talking They do about. actually
0: know because it was a co-worker who asked was me... Was it Daybreak? I'm trying... Like, the actor... Oh,
1: Oh, the guy, he, he has the the, the, short, the like... eyes on each side and the the ears, <laughs> that guy?
0: No, he always has this, like, she has short, dark hair, um, and he was in a lot of, like, 90s indie film. Mm-hmm. And that's when, when I had seen the trailer, I was like, oh, this guy, yeah, because he's been in a lot of, like, those types of films. And um, for the life of me, I can't, is it Rory?
1: Rory Cochran? Yeah.
0: Isn't that was the guy? Was he in that? Yeah, he was the guy. He's the guy.
1: He's the guy. Uh, I thought it was somebody else,
0: okay. Am I wrong then?
1: Uh, no, are you
0: telling me that I'm wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong, bro? Um, I swore he was in that,
1: yeah, maybe. Right but... at your
0: door. Yeah. it was Rory Cochran right at your door,
1: right at your door. Oh, okay.
0: So shout out to that film. If you haven't if you want to torture yourself, um, at least that I, one isn't I kind of gave I, I gave shit away. But I didn't give too much – just if you – hopefully you weren't paying attention to me like most people are <laughs> when they listen what? to this show. And go watch that movie right at your door if you insist on torturing yourself with pandemic-type subject. Yeah. Um, okay. So on to, on to what – the things that we've watched, right? So we, we watched a documentary series. I got you to sit through a documentary series. Mm-hmm. And um, again, it is – by force, I will say – We'll do the, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? And I got fed up and I was like, I want to watch this series. So I was going to watch this. I guess you're going to have to sit through it. And I feel like there's a moment in your head where you're like, fuck. No, there's not. I
1: ask you what you want to watch. What I mean to say is, what do you want to watch?
0: When I pick a documentary Mm -hmm. or documentary series. Now, when I pick a film, you're like, fine, whatever. But when you say, what do you want to watch? And I'm like, I want you to commit to like six or seven hours of your life to watching a docu-series. I feel like your brain... It farts at me a little bit, because it's because uh, you're that's, always uh, resistant to it, and then once you're in there, I got you in there, but it's mm, it's kicking and screaming no, a little bit. I
1: feel like that's going on in your head. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, let's do this.
0: Oh my God, you've actually admi- so husband and wife argument on air here. Yeah. You have actually admitted that you that documentaries are like oh, working sure. out. Okay, sure,
1: but I don't go through that in my head. You know what I mean? Like if I ask you, what do you want to watch? You told your face that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, so we were watching, we decided Mm -hmm. collectively, if you will, to watch, uh, Q into the storm because Mm -hmm. several people had been talking about this. I honestly wasn't going to watch this because like the pandemic thing, I'm like, I've had enough. Yeah. I've had enough. And, um, Mm -hmm. uh, at face value, I thought it was about like solely about QAnon, like QAnon followers and i was like i don't want to fucking sit through too. a whole series yeah. of that like i cannot sit through these people and this assininity i just i can't do it um ass-aninity? but once <laughs> once i saw what it was actually about i was like okay this is pretty interesting yeah um but it, like if it had been i don't know how many episodes there were several Se- six or seven, seven or, something or something like that. that i couldn't sit through seven episodes of like get her done. I just couldn't. There was just no way I was going to do that. So um, this, the writer director, um, uh, Cullen Hoback, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he was, uh, was he the cameraman as well?
1: Yeah, I I think so. He did
0: everything. Um, And so this is like, this is a major commitment. This was like a long time. Years, yeah. Yeah, years of like following these people around and having to develop relationships with these people. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to review this because I was like, this is going to be a very politically heavy conversation. Well, yeah, but, but
1: I, I feel like I feel like it. It it, um, it it's like it doesn't get into judging the people that follow Q necessarily.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, that's how I took it. Like it wasn't like you know you can judge for yourself. You know, but this is this is the
0: well, it absolutely pokes fun at them when you're interviewed when 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 you're allowing somebody to just kind of sound no, I off know, like but, that. But
1: but but I don't think the. Um,
0: there's but, a, a laughing at you and not with you thing there. Yeah,
1: but it, I don't think that the it goes out of its way to be like, look how stupid these people well, are. Well, because
0: that's not what the movie's about. Right. But that's what I think a lot of people will assume it's about. Right. Because once you hear Q, you know, you're yeah. like, okay, uh, it's these you know, crazy yeah. nutbags, you know.
1: But it was interesting because I feel like, and then me- they give
0: you a whole other set of crazy nutbags. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But me, like just like probably a lot of people, I don't know. I never because I'm not in that world. Obviously, I don't know the origins of it and how how it started and and all this the the weirdness of what was written and what people took from it and and all that stuff. It was like fascinating.
0: I did know that already. Yeah,
1: I didn't um, because I was just so out of the queue thing because I was like, all right, these you know you hear a couple things. Well, like, I was oh.
0: like, I was fascinated by the level of like the level of stupidity and slash gullibility Mm -hmm. there so I looked into it right away but the problem was that there was nothing to look into that was the thing about Q was that it was this really like inconspicuous information source that nobody could really validate yeah where it was coming from yeah and so that was to me what was so hilarious hilariously ridiculous was the fact that people were following this source that couldn't be validated. Yeah. It that didn't Blimey matter to leading. them. Yeah. It just it didn't matter that this information seemed to be coming out of thin air. Um and from and and then it was like a, a, a telephone game. Everybody sort of added their own spin yeah. to whatever they read and then all of a sudden this information turned into this information. And so I did follow this a bit while this was going on. Um as it gained popular popularity but i like their followers didn't know much about it Mm -hmm. and that's what's so fascinating is that where did this come from and how did it develop so quickly so um i just want to like just off the bat when when we started watching this and they started introducing people and characters you know i i generally follow the don't judge a book by its cover rule okay but human nature there are times where you're still going to do that and i just want to say that when jim watkins And his son, Ron, became part of the story. I was like, these fucking people are off. I don't care what you say to me to try to convince me. Otherwise, there is something immensely wrong with these two people. This father and son relationship is Mm -hmm. not normal. Mm -hmm. And the father immediately like and it's ironic, right? Because I'm jumping to a conclusion based on what I see, except that I was right. (laughs) And as soon as I saw senior... I was like, this guy is a pervert and I'd be really surprised if he wasn't a pedophile. Yeah. And I can go for ages on that topic because I did advocacy work and I'm Mm -hmm. actually a type of person that um, tries to uh, sort of lure people away from the stereotype of pedophilia Mm -hmm. because it's not like the creepy guy in his basement often, uh, but every once in a while.
1: Yeah, sure. They're out there.
0: (laughs) They're out there. Then they, they fall completely into the stereotype. It's not that it's not. Existent. It's just not as prominent as you think. Yep. Um, but this guy gave off a vibe that I was like, I would not want to be left alone in yeah. a room with this man ever. Yeah. And his son was equally as disgusting. Mm-hmm. So that's disgusting. Um, so I, oh my God. So obviously like if you haven't watched this, this conversation means nothing to you. If you have, then, you know, yeah. you can Buckle go. Buckle up. Yeah, we, we, can, we can have an imaginary conversation with each other, but... Um, Yeah, I think like going in initially the Frederick Brennan guy, Mm -hmm. um, they were kind of like all same level creep for me at the very beginning, like episode one or two or whatever like this, you know. I didn't think that towards the end of it, I would kind of feel some pity for that guy because and, and this isn't to excuse people's behavior and, you know, but I'm not necessarily sure that he did anything that was that morally reprehensible, right? Because there is the conversation of free speech. And um, when should there be consequences for what you say? I mean, yeah, there's there's freedom of speech, but not freedom of consequence. We've heard this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's like he jumped off of the thing that I didn't understand were the chans. This was like, I never, I oh, yeah. I knew about and like all this stuff and I knew about like the 4chan I'm like there's there's all numbers there's like 4chan and 2chan there's 8chan I don't know why we just skip the ones in between but then like, I think there was a 5chan or something I don't know what numbers are deemed worthy to yeah. chan themselves or I don't know um, and so he was like creating this community yeah. that you it was know. basically
1: like a Reddit without moder- any kind of moderation, moderation yeah. or or oversight or anything you could just go in and say whatever you want and you'll never get banned or anything like that so it's it's kind of like the Wild West, so and, and it's completely anonymous,
0: right? You know, and that's right. where the whole
1: anon thing comes—is like anonymous, you know. So
0: right. And but the problem was that there have been people that have uh, posted messages on there about violent acts that they were going to commit that mm-hmm. did actually do it, and so if
1: yeah, you had a lot of people probably heard a bit from the uh, the manifestos from the uh, people mm-hmm. that have like <clears throat> bombed buildings or mm-hmm. you know mass, mass shootings, shootings and, and stuff. stuff.
0: Yeah, so it's it's just kind of like there's that slippery slope of there is freedom of speech, but then things like this are happening, and when you become so desensitized to well, we, violently we don't really violent have wording, you know that that this happens because then people don't even believe you because you, you you're mm-hmm. just you're numb to it.
1: Right. I and, mean, you, you don't really have freedom of speech because you can't you can't incite violence. You can't defame people you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater that sort of stuff so you
0: well on here you can that was the whole point
1: right but i'm just you saying in do the, whatever
0: it, you wanted on right there.
1: but to your point of like being there's no concept there's freedom of speech but there's mm-hmm. no freedom of consequences so you know
0: well i mean you have to know if you're go
1: tell a cop to suck your dick and see what happens <laughs> with your freedom of speech
0: hey <laughs> um i think that like I, I can't imagine, well, first of all, you know, this person's mind is unhinged, but I don't imagine unless they plan on um, sort of committing suicide after said attack that people think they're actually going to get away with this. Mm-hmm. So the consequence is sort of irrelevant to them. They don't care if there's consequence. They just want to commit this act and, and yeah. be known for it or whatever yeah. the hell. But um, actually anyway. the
1: consequence is part of the plan. So. Yeah, pretty much. Because it immortalizes them. Exactly.
0: So... Um, this whole thing starts with this having this anonymous platform for people to just be able to verbally vomit yeah. whatever weird fucking thing comes to their mind and then how this uh this Watkins the Watkins Jr then sort of decides to market that even though it's not making money yeah. for him but he has this platform and so Through the entire show, for those of you that have watched and for those of you who aren't interested in watching, because otherwise, why would you listen to the rest of this if you do want to watch it? Um, You know, we're now we're now getting into what this guy's actual motives were. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of it was like watching. um, It was like watching someone question, watching a parent question their toddler about where the cookie had gone. While the kid had like chocolate and crumbs <laughs> just smeared across their face, and they're like, "I don't know. Who's who's queuing, who's cuing on? Oh, I don't know. It's not me. Yeah, I'll tell you that it's not me. <laughs> it's like it was the worst case of convincing yeah. innocence that I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I think obviously." You don't become that successful. Look, we've seen successful people that you're like, wow, they should have been smarter than that, get taken down by a simple, stupid mistake. Mm-hmm. OK, it happens to the best of us. But I feel like people of their caliber, when this film was being made, they obviously love the attention. Oh, yeah. And want wanted to be found out because how could you be that unconvincing in your answer? when you know, it's like well, just in the last episode, it's like, saying are you keep me? You're not the person. Yeah, you you are in fact, right. you know, taking culpability of that because it's like you're working far too hard right. and failing to convince me of your innocence.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you obviously are involved in this. If it's not you directly, then you know who you know. You're working yeah. together, so. I'm either interviewing the people that have created QAnon or I'm interviewing um, or I'm not interviewing the one person that isn't that you're connected with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you are all connected with this. Obviously, this is on your platform. And so my immediate question when we're going through the, the, this, this smoke and mirrors thing that especially the sun kept doing about um, their complete inability to uh, track down this information. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. OK, in this day and age with the things that we're able to do with technology uh, on computer hackle, uh, yeah. hacker level, you absolutely can find out yeah. who is posting these things. Get yeah, out yeah. of here. I always,
1: <laughs> I always say this, like if, if when people say, oh, it's anonymous or you don't know who it is, it's like, let me tell you something. If the only way that we know who killed the president of the United States or whatever mm-hmm. was through this, they would find that person. Exactly. Like, there's no, there's no anonymity, really. You know, I mean, there is on the surface level, you know, like, you know, you and I can't go on to any of the chans and and we don't have the skill for that. Yeah. But, you know, the certainly the moderators, the people that have the back end access certainly do.
0: The kind of people that you would think create these sites are those kinds of people. Mm -hmm. It's like creepy, like it's it's like this this scale of like creepy basement dweller all the way up to like spoiled brat weirdo mm-hmm. like the son's obsession with porn and hookers yeah. on camera like shamelessly mm-hmm. and then making a, a fucking comment about the waitress being fat yeah and like meanwhile it's like have you looked at yourself yeah. <laughs> like it's always coming for so it's like i have no doubts that junior was the kind of kid that girls didn't want to talk to. And right, and so their their upper hand is in their smarts and capabilities. Th- this type of person usually always becomes very tech savvy. Yeah. And they they they're able to sort of exact their revenge in their own way. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like now he gets to judge somebody based on their looks and and uh, their societal level or whatever, you know, what have you. Um it, it just was a complete trip and I have to say that the whole Was it the second to last episode of them trying to get the guy out of the country? Yeah. I watched that entire thing with my ash cheeks clenched because I was like, oh, my God. I I mean, you know, normally this is something you'd see in narrative film and editing. But the way they filmed that and edited that, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, I was freaking out more than the guy. And he was the one who was facing jail time. But I was freaking out because I'm like, is he going to get out of here? Yeah. And, you know, surviving prison in these countries when you're not disabled is a feat. So I can only imagine when you are disabled, what that experience is going to be like. And I wouldn't say that there wasn't um, a level of like douchery to that guy. I'm not going to take that off the table. There was. Sure. um, But I'm able to just sort of excuse that slightly in that you know, his disability is very painful. And it's, uh, it's, it's extreme. And I can only imagine what it's like growing up like that. Yeah. And in his case, when it's like, you know, he loses his virginity by, I guess, uh, I guess she was a prostitute with a fetish or whatever. It's like, I mean, honestly, what is that man's choice? Mm. You know, someone can judge that, but it's like, what are his choices in society in today's society in the mm-hmm. way that you know we judge people physically? Um, that's going to be a challenge for him. However, Dad and like I have zero doubts that that father and son have had threesomes with women, fivesomes, twelvesomes. They've had all kinds of sums. Yeah. I don't doubt that these men have been in the same room. <laughs> when things have gone down is what sure. i'm saying like there is a very unhealthy dynamic there and i have to i have to lay most of that blame on the father because if that's your father what hope is there really yeah. like what hope did that kid have yeah of ever growing up to be any like anything other than a complete asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> if that is your father yeah can you imagine yeah no
1: yeah i mean it's the, the, from a from a filmmaking perspective, it's to your point earlier. I mean, it's such a commitment because this filmmaker was like going all over, you know, the world and like getting involved personally, you know, and helping out. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- Fred was his name. Fred. What was the his name? The guy who originally made Four Chan. Oh. Uh, um... Uh, you were just talking about him. Anyway, like. Yeah, Frederick. Yeah, Fred.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Fred. You Fred.
1: Know. Good old friend. You know, like doing, helping him out personally, like when he had to leave the country. Like, if it wasn't for the filmmaker, that guy would be in jail right now. Yeah. You know, and so. And then um, I'm
0: thinking, like, could, couldn't could you, like, if they were onto you, couldn't you have gotten in trouble for, like, eating and abetting or something
1: yeah, like that? I don't yeah. Know. Probably. I, I would
0: assume. Like, these countries don't fuck around. Like, yeah. this is, <laughs> they're not going to slap you on the wrist. Like, I, I would imagine if, they I'm were sure. onto the That's fact all that he was, footage. you know, it's all yeah. been released on that he's trying to dodge. What was
1: it HBO? What was this? Uh, yeah, but like the, for me, it's the whole. Obviously, they didn't show every single post he ever did, but it's just a matter of like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know what it is about something that people latch on to. and I could go on to eight chan or four chan or sixteen chan or thirty two chan and start writing stuff that I'm
0: a messiah
1: i'm in the biden administration and these are the things he's yes. doing that are evil and you know and it's like how
0: you would absolutely have people follow you
1: you know what that I mean? would be on q like, all
0: over like they they would and post so
1: that. i don't know and, and so my fascination with it comes to the fact of like this is my personal perspective is i feel like i feel like the 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 sun i don't know how q started i don't think the sun started it because it started on 4chan and he was more involved in 8chan and I don't know. But I think at some point he kind of took it over, whether he did it directly or he was working with the person or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's, to me, it's fascinating that, and so now over in America, you have the the whole, you had the whole, you know, when the when the riots were at the Capitol, mm-hmm. the, the insurgency thing, and then you had people with flags. Like if those people with flags actually sat down and watched this with an open mind.
0: It's impossible.
1: You know what I mean? And so That's why they it's have like, that you're going to go to the, first of all, you <laughs> you're going to go to the Capitol for a, a wealthy billionaire real estate developer from New York and probably a a man of asian descent prophesizing false information and that's that's your belief system
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and and but, but but what happens is they kind of just take it over yeah you know what i mean so it it it's its own thing now so it doesn't matter if if q comes out and says Okay, put your guns down and stop everything. It's its own movement. And they'll still
0: Oh yeah, it's because too, it's Q too sta- late.
1: just it's the same thing that happened with Trump. It's like it stands for the whatever it's like God, you know, it stands for whatever you want it to and, and then you have this faith in it and then you can distort the facts to cherry pick what to to yeah. to work for whatever it is you need. And I don't know. It's like it's fascinating well, because a have... lot of those people they're fighting against this system. Uh, I don't want to wear masks or I don't want to be oppressed. But they're the first people that will.
0: We're not going to turn this into a totally political conversation. (laughs) Politics and religion. Go.
1: Yeah. But it's just it's just fascinating to me that those people, a lot of the people, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of the people that are, you know, fighting against the system are, you know, for Trump are the first people that would be okay with him being a dictator.
0: Everything. You know, honestly. So it it, it
1: kind of exposes that side of humanity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and personally, this is, this is just my opinion, but my personal observation of where this stems from is all fear. Mm -hmm. It's all fear-based anger. Because you're always fighting against
1: something and never fighting for something.
0: Nobody, uh, nobody has the reins. Nobody can pull the reins on fear-based anger like Americans. Like we have cornered the market in Mm fear-based anger. And so the two go hand in hand. It's really inevitable that if you have this much misdirected rage, that it's going to latch on to the first thing that offers a superiority complex, right? Because if you feel inferior and you you have fear based anger, then anything that makes you higher than anyone or anything is going to be attractive to you. Yeah, and that's why something like QAnon, it could have been anything. Yeah, um, they could have been saying anything, uh, but they went with. Uh, Baby killing, blood drinking rapists. That's where they pedophile people. That's 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 where they in pizza places. In pizza places. That's where they went with it. And I think that for for the 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 Watkins uh, father and son, I think it was it was honestly a a source of entertainment. But they were addicted to the control. Mm -hmm. You know, because you could see on their face that this was a joke to them. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't now. Don't get me wrong. Senior is definitely conservative in his thinking. Uh, definitely has a superiority complex for sure mm-hmm. i don't doubt that that guy has very like white power leaning type beliefs despite his son being like he would be like well his son is mixed that doesn't matter he just stuck his dick in somebody and made a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. like that doesn't change and first of all that kid being asian he's going to use that to his benefit when it's convenient mm-hmm. but he doesn't think of himself as a minority yeah you know what i yeah, mean yeah so um it's it's all like the, it all became, I think, this sort of joke that they ran with and then couldn't stop. it. What it got bigger than them. Yeah. And the joke ran away from them. At that point, all they were were like the moderators. But yeah. the joke went once it was out into the, the stratosphere, if you yeah. will. People just started to add their own shit to it. And like I said, it was like a telephone game of misinformation. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe Q, a telephone game of misinformation.
1: Yeah. And the whole thing of like, you know. The the fascinating part was to see, to my point earlier of like uh, of them being like wanting wanting to be controlled is like you know they the, this Q person would post things you know uh, you know Senate you know uh, scores or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them and and and. And whatever he would post. And if it didn't, if it came true, then he's a prophet. And if it didn't, well, there's some reason, you know, it it, it may be something that we're not meant to know yet. And so to me, that kind of mentality, like, there's just no, there's just no reasoning with that.
0: Okay. Um, we, we might lose people here, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) Paul's like, must you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be gentle about it, but I'm going to be honest here because I, I always talk about like transparency, right? Um, when people say, I cannot believe that something like QAnon can take off the way that it has and that people don't see the flaws in the storyline. How long has religion existed for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, why does this sur- – this is new. This is fairly new. And if we're talking about what we understand now as like functioning adults – what we understand to be capable science reality, okay? Mm. But there's a guy who lives in the sky. There were snakes. Yeah. All the animals went onto an ark. Yeah, Mary was a virgin. Yeah, we still believe this now. Yeah, religion and and um, the the belief in religion has dipped exceptionally in modern day. Mm-hmm. But if you consider how long religion has existed yeah. and how many people ha- just have unwavered from that, why wouldn't this surprise you? Yeah. Because what is what is the entire basis of people's b- belief in religion? It's the unknown yeah. and the fear of that. Yeah. Okay, And so how do you make yourself feel better about what you don't know or don't understand is to say, well, if I follow these rules, nothing bad will happen to me. Yeah. And you continue that. So it's, it doesn't surprise me one bit that people have jumped onto something like you, on because yeah. it's just another fear-based behavior Mm -hmm. that people want to justify
1: yeah well it's it's the ultimate way to control people is through fear you know because exactly you know and that's why trump was so successful is because everybody believed that um you know the democrats were gonna uh you know destroy the country and it's like all right you may not agree with their views on abortion or gun control or whatever but they're not going to destroy the country there's too much fucking money to be made by a lot of rich people for mm-hmm. anybody to destroy. That's the real thing that There's leads everything many is Democratic money. There's Democratic
0: leaders that are not Democrats. Yeah. Okay. It's not. It's, and vice versa. It's, There's exactly, a lot of Republicans that don't you It's know. about picking a side and having, you know, that side making the most money for you. But, um, yeah, there's it just, basically
1: two value systems in the country. You have the Democrats and the Republicans, and there's no way that every single person that falls is in
0: that category, falls yeah. in
1: that category, be it a politician or just uh, an American. There's a whole so lot of
0: gray, and we're we're not allowed to exist in that. Yeah. You're either on this side or you're on this side, and you're not allowed to waver from that, and you're not allowed to question. If you pick a side, you're expected to stay on that side, and so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just I don't know the 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 film was not what I thought it was going to – the show, rather, was not what I thought it was going to be. And I really enjoyed it because it you know kind of went into that just, just how far these people are still going yeah. to maintain this. Yeah. Um, I, I would be interested to see what their lives are like now that it's come out, you know, because
1: well, – But that's the thing. To my point earlier, I don't think they'll believe it. You could tell them, like, look, he could come out and be like, I was writing all the QAnon posts and I am of Asian descent and I live in Japan, I think he was living in.
0: Well, he's lived all over.
1: yeah. Um, but I think his main place was sorrow or whatever, but, um, and they, it it won't matter to them. It does not matter because they've taken it to mean mean their own thing. To
0: to people that, uh, were sort of in their lives, associates more, not like people that they were very close with, but just like even strangers, like what are their lives now when strangers who have seen this or like that are not on Q side are like, uh Uh (laughs) like, uh-huh, you know, I, I'd imagine, um things have changed for them a bit uh so I would, that would be i don't know just kind of be interested to see where that goes anyway we said we wouldn't go into there was no way to not go into a political rant when you're reviewing q you just can't you know? yeah. you just can't um so all right so now going into another sort of politically racially motivated yeah. show um we decided to watch them on mm. prime i think it's on prime
1: amazon prime yeah.
0: um Okay, so this, I didn't know until we'd already started it that there was some controversy going on with it. So mm-hmm. I found out I've only seen
1: the poster. I never even saw the trailer. For
0: I this. saw part of the trailer because I started doing this thing where, you know how, like, you don't want to watch a trailer? Mm-hmm. I'll do a thing where I watch the first 20 seconds of a trailer. If you've pulled me in, I don't want to know what ha- I'm already interested. I'm sold, and then I, I throw it on yeah, the queue. Yeah. So when I, but throw here's. Throw it on the what? <laughs> so here's what happens, though, and where that can blow up. Okay is that the first 20 seconds of that trailer could sell me something totally different, different from yeah. I'm actually getting that. If I'd watched the rest of the trailer, I'd be like, oh, that's what this was about. Yeah. I thought this was straight up like a Jordan Peele-esque, like, um, horror. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought I was getting. And there was definitely aspects of that. Mm. We'll get into it with the tap dancing yeah. man. Mm. But... I didn't realize it was as pol- uh, it was as racially motivated as it was. I obviously knew it was going to be once I saw the dress. I'm like the time of, you know, I yeah. mean I could I could say that about today sadly. Sure. It, it could be any time, but especially at that time I'm like, all right, we're in this looks like the 50s, like this is there's definitely going to be mm-hmm. racial racially mo- motivated undertones to this, but I thought it was definitely more of a horror movie mm-hmm. type so. feel. Yeah, show, but like like just like a horror series. And it was.
1: I've, there was a lot of
0: it, not, not that it wasn't, but it's yeah. just it was much more political, I guess, yeah. th- than I thought it was going to be. Um, and so this is where the controversy comes in. Well, actually, first of all, let's let, let me just say that uh, the so the director, there were several directors, um, Nelson Craig, Craig William, Ty West, I think it is. And I think it's Janika Janiza, Bravo. So. They did a good job of, like, cohesively directing because sometimes show it's hard to do that because yeah. people break off and you can see the difference in direction. Everyone was, like, really cohesive about it. Um, but I think, like, the... I don't know if it was direct, the cinematographer, I think, or somebody... It was, like, people that were involved in, like, Ratchet, and it definitely had that American horror story-type f- feel to it. Um, and so then... Uh, oh, um, the writers were... Uh, was... I guess it was created by Little Mormon was the one mm-hmm. who had created this. And so the controversy that came in after this came out was from a lot of people in the black community that were like, can we just have a show and or film that doesn't focus on the tragedies of being black in America? Yeah. And I can totally see that. Um, what was the show that we just finished watching that Jordan Peele was executive producer or? Oh, I don't, producer?
1: I don't know. What yeah. what was the show? Was it a horror show?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. We reviewed it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so it'll come to me. So, you know, I, I can see why there is definitely that 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 kind of resentment. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're more than just your tragedy. Mm-hmm. You're more than just every horrible thing that has and continues to happen to you as a person. Right. And so... I won't take away from the fact that – Lovecraft, sorry. Yeah. Um, I won't take away from the fact that it was – the cinematography was gorgeous. Yep. The grading was beautiful. The the costume, the hair and makeup. Performances. Beautiful. The performances were amazing, and I love anything set in the 50s. So set Mm -hmm. design, gorge balls. Loved that. I won't take away from that, but I couldn't help but kind of like – fine irony in the fact that it was about oppression of black people and then you had a black female direct one episode Mm -hmm. the rest of it was just like white dudes or i think one guy might have been like asian or mixed or something but it's just like really <laughs> it just kind of it seemed like an, and I don't know what you had on in terms of like crew yeah. I mean the the cast is pretty I think mean, the cast is pretty mixed there were just as many like white actors as yeah, there yeah. were uh, black actors but it just like it just seems like kind of ironic you know that it was just it, it seems like the uh, a, a white person's take on what was going and not that you can't understand that or grasp that you can mm-hmm. it just seemed like a really kind of ironic missed opportunity there sure. but i won't say that it wasn't i mean it was still it was made very well i'm not going to take yeah. away from that it was a good show but i just feel like
1: well i'm sure the creator we... little marvin had specific reasons for bringing in who he brought into
0: i don't know how much control
1: he would have had in uh, that. his name was all over it i assume he had yeah. enough control to decide who directed which episode i don't know i'd be that i i would be very surprised if if that was the case because it's you know if, if you're if you're creating a show you know uh, you you you're gonna have say saying all that stuff so I don't know God I'd hope so Jesus
0: yeah but it's not like he I mean he yeah he was a he was a, an executive producer but not on every episode because that's the thing with these types of series is that you have people that are in. They I don't know how they delegate control to certain episodes. So it's like you have control for these three episodes and then you have control for these four episodes. And it's like just really weird. So I don't know how that gets um, because the the director that uh, one of the directors, at least, was also an executive producer. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's going to direct, you know, because yeah. he's an executive producer. So he's just volunteered himself, I'm assuming, to be able to do that. Um, but also, I don't know the the relationship. I mean, you know. Uh, little Marvin could have obviously known him and wanted him to do it. But again, that's, it just seems like a lost opportunity to me to not have more diversity in that when you consider the topic of this show. Sure. Um, having said that, um, there were two, they did, they did two interesting things that normally don't work out in these types of shows every so often this type of like, um, uh, like period pieces and they'll do like these weird throwback episodes yeah they'll do like an origin episode and it always completely diverts and does not mix in at all with the show it completely does its own thing and often doesn't feel connected yeah that did not happen here they did one episode that was so different that it was an in, in black and white which was mm-hmm. the origin of the man in the hat mm-hmm. um and then they did the sort of i guess the more of a recent flashback because it wasn't didn't happen that far in the past. It was very recent to their lives of the story of the baby. So the episode starts with the baby and then we don't see the baby anymore. So we're, you know, already you're like, okay, this child is not here anymore. And this is something that the way they were telling the story, I actually wondered if they would ever touch on that. Mm -hmm. I felt like, are they actually going to not tell us? I mean, which would have been fine because it doesn't take a lot of imagination. Yeah to come to the conclusion that this child met its end yeah. uh, by these psychopaths. But um, then they went back. And so through through the episodes in the beginning, I'm saying to myself, I really hope they go back on what happened to the baby because yeah. we don't actually know. And then they
1: did. You're like, no, I was wrong. Yes. Don't do it.
0: And then they they did tell me what happened to the baby. And I immediately regretted wanting to know. <laughs> What happened to the baby was the first time that I was like, you know what? My bad. I think I would have rather not known yeah. all of that. Um I was really naive, I guess. And this They sounds... took the
1: challenge of like, well, what the person can think of is worse than what we can show. And they're like,
0: <laughs> Yes. Yeah.
1: Challenge accepted.
0: In that I thought, in my mind, the worst thing that was gonna happen here. I fell for this and I'm almost ashamed of myself that I did because I, I have such a dark mind and I'm like, why didn't I think they would do, they would go that dark? I actually took it at face value and was like, oh, they stole the baby. Yeah. Like she wanted the baby. She couldn't have, she's older and, uh, you know, she couldn't have the baby. So they took it from her and, uh, you know, maybe they like beat her up or something, but they took the baby. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that's the worst thing that could happen, right? Was that they they steal your baby and and then as a black woman in the South at this time, what the fuck are you going to do about it? The law yeah. is not going to help you. Yeah. Your baby's gone, okay? And
1: little Marvin was like, check and mate.
0: <laughs> check and mate. Um, as soon as they broke into the house and they started to search as violently as they did, that's mm-hmm. when I was like, oh no. Now, I didn't anticipate... The pillowcase. I'm not going to say that I'm that clever. But I definitely was like, oh, this is not – they didn't steal the baby. Mm -hmm. They didn't steal the baby. This is going deeper. And then she did have the box, which they never showed you. She would pray over the box. So it was like – I was like, okay, okay. So the baby – so that's probably the – but, um, you know, and then she gets raped, which really shouldn't surprise me at this time, but still kind of did. I didn't expect for her. Mm -hmm. For that to happen to her, and then they get the baby. And my only complaint was just, like, the weight that they added to the pillowcase yeah. was brilliant, as terrible as that sounds. But if we're, like, topic aside, we're yeah. just going on, like, the effects the te- of the this. Technical the, the technical side of it, The yeah. technical side of it, they did such a good job of, like... Because they would... The, it would hold up to the light in a split second that you could see the silhouette within the pillowcase, mm, yeah. and you could see this baby. And so... You know, it was really like gut-wrenching because you're like, oh my God, even though you know it's not real. But then in the last scene when the pillowcase is like dropped, there's like zero weight to it. And I'm like, damn it! It just looks
1: like uh it's got a pillow in it. it Yeah, it looked like a
0: pillow within a pillow, and I was like, Oh, you know, and I mean someone would be like, What was that what was what was happening not enough for (laughs) you? You know, and it's like it's just that it's just that they did so well. Listen,
1: if you're going to disgust me, at least do it right. If
0: you're gonna traumatize me, Yeah. yeah, like you but I just, um, man, I didn't see that scene coming. And I was like, fuck. And then you're like, oh, no wonder she's lost her shit because, and then you're like, wait, so you just like move after that? Like pretty soon afterwards. Um, how was, you know, and then you're thinking of the time, even, even as a white person in this time, you wouldn't have gone to therapy. They wouldn't have sent that woman to therapy. Mm. They would have likely sent her to a mental institution, but they wouldn't have gotten her help. So it's just like, God, yeah, you would have just been expected to just sort of pick up and move on like it didn't happen. Um, Then you have the origin story that goes all the way back that was in black and white. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, more trauma because I'm thinking like – I'm thinking it doesn't get worse than their eyes for the couple. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, my God, fire. You know, and I'm just like – and they're like, okay, all right. (laughs) So it's just like, yep. And, I mean, these things likely happened. Yeah. Okay. People were lynched and set on fire and all these kinds of things. And and people celebrated. Yeah. They gathered around like it was a fucking picture show. Um, but the brutality to that was just like, holy shit. I mean, I give them credit for the for really just driving home the shock value of like, yeah, this is this is what we're capable of yeah. as humans. Like this is what we're capable of. Again, why does QAnon? Yeah. Why is it successful? Because mm-hmm. this is what we're capable of. Okay. And what and what was all of that based on? Fear-based anger, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all fear-based anger. So um, it just, oh, I mean, they they did such an amazing job with that uh, in terms of like getting these, th- this this origin story to mix in. However, it did, it was kind of simplistic for me, the explanation of it. It was just like, oh, so that was what drives this guy. Like he switched like that. Yeah. Which was was, I
1: mean, you only have so long to tell the story, you know, if you're keeping it to one episode, but
0: Right. But so he has this hallucination Mm -hmm. and which then he justifies sort of turning on his heels and changing his mind completely about these people and then makes this makes this pact and like that's just why he's there. And I, I was like, all right, like I mean the ending for me was kind of it fell kind of flat. It just was like Yeah. I felt like more could have been done with that. It wasn't the worst, but I was just like, uh, eh, I just felt like we could have had more. Um, the neighbor, what's her face?
1: Allison Pill. Allison
0: Pill, God. I just I wanted to beat her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, she so was so bad. good.
0: Um, her and then the husband of the pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Those two. Yeah. I the felt worst. like they should have been a couple, honestly. Yeah. I felt like they they got along great. Um those two were just. Uh, the worst and um so it you know when Alison pill's character has her run in yeah. in the end i didn't feel sorry for her at yeah. all i'm like pfft, i mean you got you got off pretty easy i would say and then also it's like so and then you know the, the cardinal sin in these types of shows and films and just any storyline when it's like you have the opportunity to stab the fuck out of somebody yeah. several times and you're like i'm gonna do this once and then hope that it takes yeah you just deserve to die at that point. Yeah. You yeah, had an I opportunity. I,
1: I mean, I know, it's I, I, and I said this while we were watching it too, where I know a lot of times we judge people in those situations in movies, but, you know, people do crazy, weird stuff when yeah. they're in those situations. But I can guarantee you <laughs> that if I'm in that situation, I'm stabbing somebody 50 times. He would
0: prison prison shank them. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was just a weird choice to assume that that, was, that character would make. It
0: was typical. Especially,
1: especially as, as angry of, of a person as she is. You know I what felt, I mean? like,
0: honestly, I felt like, because here's the thing, they did that so that we could get the shot of her when she makes it out of the hatch, right? As soon as she got out of there, what was the first thing I said? I was like, you're running zigzags. Yeah. You're running straight in the field and and right in the line, yeah. in his eye line. Right in, line
1: right, in the, sight, yeah. right
0: in the eye line, you know what I mean? So it's like, so she's running a straight line. I'm like, you're an idiot. Um, and then Bam. Yeah, You know, so so if you wanted that, what it should have been was like instead of her stabbing him or like, um, I don't know, it it should have been something where she doesn't actually get to stab him, but he knows that she wants to. And so he's disappointed in that. Like, oh, okay, And he leaves the hatch open. Yeah. And she's kind of down there for a second. Like, is this a setup? And then which gives him time to get to the house to be able to watch her and then and then shoots her. You know what I mean? It was like, why would you? And then he has this tiny little band-aid yeah. just covering what i'd assume was at least a one inch jab yeah. right along the jugular yeah. so i'm like how is this dude even alive first of all um that kind of like that's a little sloppy for me but um i will get to oh my god so the tap dancing mm. i don't know who the fuck did that dude's makeup but jesus yeah so they did this thing right where he almost – what is it? What is that called? Is it chroma black or something like that? What's mm-hmm. that black that's like – it doesn't reflect light. It's like the NASA Just or whatever like created black. it. Oh, no, yeah. it has a name. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that it's chroma, but that sounds cool. Something's chroma. Um, and it it's uh, – they have it in paints also. There's like yeah. art.
1: Manta black.
0: Manta black? Is yeah, that it? chroma it black? <laughs> hey, it sounds like I could have been right. Um, and so they – The makeup was, so it was like a void, which was obviously Mm -hmm. like the point. And then also it's, there's, it's uh, 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 clearly a take on blackface. Yeah. And um, they did this like sort of pattern. And I don't know if there was uh, like an origin to the exact pattern, but it it reminded me um, almost like when people have vitiligo Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and, you know, you have like a a patch here and there. Yeah. Um, But then they added a sheen to the black Uh, and then blacked out his eyes. And then they gave him false teeth, which, um, and then, you know, the way he plays the character. Oh, God. What was, um? I, I have to get everybody's names because I don't think we actually did yeah, his teeth did that. were like
1: straight across. And like, small yeah.
0: with a, a prominent gum. But it was
1: good because at first I was like, is that his real You've, teeth? That's no, crazy.
0: The, I knew they weren't his real teeth, but. And
1: because usually you can tell when someone has fake teeth, because usually like protrude out a little bit or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, but I, I knew they weren't real, but then I also wondered, and I could be wrong I don't know if I'm like digging too far, but he played the character as the stereotype, which is when they drew blackface characters and when white actors played blackface, they would, you know, open their mouths really wide and have yeah. this really wide grin and this really like animated fake kind of smile. Yeah. And that's how Black people had been drawn at that time to look nothing like what they actually look like. But in this person, in their mind, in a, in a white person's mind at that time, there was no difference. Yeah. And so I wondered by making his teeth small and the gums larger, if that was supposed to be like some type of dig at like a primate, because that's how primates uh, teeth are. They're like like chimps and stuff yeah, that yeah. have like this, pr- like a prominent gum and a smaller tooth. Um. And knowing how far they went with these stereotypes back then, the, the complete unrealistic portrayal of what anyone uh, uh, you know of color looked like back then, I wouldn't be surprised if that was there was like some kind of motive behind why they did that, but it um, yeah, okay, yeah, so I I'm like, okay, so I think it's so Deborah Ayurindi, I think was her name, which was the mom. Ashley Thomas was the dad. Um, Shadi Wright Joseph, Shahadi was the eldest sister. Mm-hmm. Allison Pill Melody Hurd was the younger sister um, and then Jeremiah Burkett was the one was the guy who played the tap dancing man who like I wouldn't even recognize like the makeup was so, I mean it was so heavy on his face that you couldn't even see his actual features yeah. like I would never in a million years if they're like that's the guy who played him I'd be like okay it could have been anybody under yeah, there like yeah. you it just completely changed everything about his face and the way and I and I appreciated glossiness because it did this weird like light like the light reflected off of it in a way that you would kind of need it to because when you have a black that's that deep yeah you're going to get lost in the shadows Mm -hmm. and he would often come out of like weird dark areas and so there were moments where you would see that area that the light would bounce off of before you saw the rest of him you know what i mean Mm -hmm. oh that character scared the shit out of me yeah in a good way Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't actually give me nightmares, but that... Do you know why? Also, it's because it's clown-like. Yeah. I don't do the clowns. So his makeup was clown-like, his dress was clown-like, and then he had this very exaggerated, like, you know, stereotype of how white actors at that time played in black. Oh,
1: God. He He was
0: so good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so good.
0: He was so good. And they they did it, I think, three times, where him and um, Thomas's character because they were synced, yeah. right? I think there was three separate occasions where they reacted identically. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved that. And that's, I mean, that's like that's all the actress, because you have to be totally in sync with somebody else to be yeah. like three, two, one, you know, and just yeah. know that you're reacting exactly the same way. He did it on the table. Yeah. And then in the movie theater. But the I think there theater. was another time that they that they also did that, that they yeah. synced up together. Is um it in the
1: bedroom towards the end?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Or remember. or in the
1: basement, maybe? I don't know. I don't know if
0: Japanese uh, was ever in the basement. I
1: don't
0: think he was ever in the basement. <laughs> but um yeah, that, that shit was amazing. I, I the, the the actors in the in this show did really, really well. Yeah. All they of did them were really great. well. Um but you know i i get the controversy and i get people saying you know what i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch another show about this trauma yeah you know and it's like yeah i could totally see that i can totally see that and i've wondered that myself like why like where are from
1: a from a sorry um but from like a a filmmaking and technical perspective, as a, as a viewer watching a story being told, you know whether you mm-hmm. feel that story is you know whatever. I, I thought it was executed really really yeah. well.
0: Yeah, I can't take from that. It was yeah. it was great. It was beautifully made, and the performances were great. Uh, but I can understand why sure, yeah, people would be like, I, especially in this in this uh, environment yeah. now that we are politically and racially, where people it's like the pandemic. Like, can we not? Yeah right now. Like, can we just have a break from like despair and violence and trauma? And like, can we just be more than that right now? So I absolutely understand that. And I likely would not have watched it, honestly, because it's like the pandemic thing. If they were like, this is mostly like racially motivated, I'd be like, right now, I think I just kind of like need, I thought it was a horror, a horror show. Like I thought it was just going to be like
1: Like a straight, straight horror. And
0: so, but then it's like, you know, I'm, I got sucked in because that the story was really good and the the performances were so good that I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to watch this now. But yeah, there was just moments where it's like, Oh God, like this is so, it's so much and it's so much because how much, how little rather, we've sort of deviated from that. Yeah. It would be easier to watch if you're like, damn, we've really evolved. <laughs> but we can't exactly say that. And so that's what is like, all right, I think
1: and I think the I title I think the title's interesting because I didn't even think about it. And this is probably means like I'm probably racist or something, but <laughs> okay, you know, you don't even think about the the title. Mm-hmm. And I assume the title meant them as in them, the people that the show's about, you know, and and how how white people viewed black people back then when it was like oh them they're here that oh, sort see, of thing. I
0: took it to like some supernatural like monster shit <laughs> that's what I well, thought Well, because them I didn't was... know anything
1: about it. I knew there was a horror thing to it but a little bit because based on the poster it was like a person in a wall or something like that but then at the the final episode when when they're like what are we gonna do about them and I was like oh that's interesting because mm-hmm. it could be about if depending on how you take the title mm-hmm. is what perspective you're coming at it from you know if you're yeah, I was, uh... if you're living in that world that that the main characters are well, then the the, the people in the um uh, in the neighborhood are them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Whereas you know, so I think that's kind of an interesting kind of psychological. Well, I think it can be
0: used in both ways, right? Where like as the as their family, all these people that are right perched outside of their house and.
1: But it's interesting to know, and like, and if you watch the lawn, trailer and then you see the them. title, where your mind goes yes, when see, it I, refers to them. And is it them, the white people, or them, the main it characters? That's where messed up
0: for me because I didn't want to watch a lot of. I didn't yeah. catch a lot of the trailer. I just saw like the. I didn't even think about it till the I end. I like, like, "What? I'm in."
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And um, I thought
0: them. I'm like, oh, like them, like some creatures. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't thinking of it in an us kind yeah. of way, like Jordan Peele's, like where it's like.
1: Funny bit of trivia: is Shahadi is that her name? I think so. Yeah. Was in us and them. Was she? Yeah. Was
0: she one of the kids? Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: It's just funny that she was in a movie called Us and a show called awesome Them. Them.
0: <laughs> wow, I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, I just I don't. Oh, also, I don't know who choreographed that cheerleading scene, but that was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> and I I I so appreciate that kind of. Um, I guess what what I'd have to say that I really did appreciate was that they managed to give you violence without being gory mm. in the stereotypical yeah term. Right where it's just like blood and blood and guts and all this kind of shit. Whereas like watching somebody and you don't even really get to see it because it's quick. Yeah. But like that we've become so desensitized by violence that it's like we don't think that hanging somebody and setting them on fire is enough. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, is that all? And it's like, no, that's pretty fucking horrific. Yeah, yeah. And that's way worse than anything that you're watching. That is. Biologically impossible 90% of the time where yeah. people are still running after their throats have been cut. Or so you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. these types of things. And it's it really that desensit uh that desensitizing uh to that stuff is really scary that it takes so much for people to be disturbed. Yeah. But um those like just quick moments of like the cheerleading and then like crack and the body just you see it just long enough to be like, that's that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like- that's that's not good for your bones whatever yeah. happened there I didn't get to see the rest of it but um I loved that I loved yeah. that sort of like we're just gonna give it to you for a split second and that's all you needed same with yeah. the baby right like yeah. you don't actually get to see anything that's done with that baby because what you see is being done isn't enough to necessarily kill that child I don't know how much force you know this kid's going from one end of the room to the other but you know it's just like you have to assume obviously they were doing more than we were seeing yeah and your imagination is far worse than what you get to see and so um yeah they you know just kudos because those were it doesn't take much for me to be like i need a minute you know but uh there were a couple times it was a rough week it was a rough week yeah there were a couple times that show that i was just like holy shit okay i need i need a second and and not because of what i'm visually seeing necessarily but because of like yeah this is this was a reality yeah for people and christ um so i don't regret seeing it i did think it was just a straight up horror though so it was a little different than i thought it was going to be um but it was still it was still really good and hopefully we get to see just something that's a bit more diverse when it comes to minorities and just like being able to be in sci-fi and just straight horror that yeah. doesn't have to do with race or, you know, um, it's easy to say, right. It's easy for somebody to say, like, can it not all be about race? Because I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but when you have people within that community being like, you know what, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, enough, like, can we just do something else? Yeah. And can, can we be about something else? And so, yeah, I think that, you know, I, hopefully with people, uh, you know, like Jordan Jordan Peel really just kind of like started breaking the barriers a bit. And he, he has like a cool way of like adding horror and race. Yeah. But I think it's still the same, you know, where it's like, you know, you look at a movie like Get Out, which is completely race based. Yeah. I'd like to see just straight horror or straight sci-fi mm-hmm. or you know it just drama has a black lead or yeah, it just has black lead, lead or something. But uh, minority directors and yeah. writers and you know, just telling stories. Not everything is about that that trauma, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I don't know what the hell's going on next week. I well, think we I think we yeah. have a guest. <laughs> Tease that. Uh, but but shout outs, we'll do that.
1: Mograph shout yeah. out.
0: Yeah, I think we actually do have a guest next week, but I I, I don't want to jinx things. So yeah, so shout out to Mograph and um. So also our site. Lost its fucking mind, mm. and things were not working. Like our plugins and shit were like not working. And yeah, uh, still trying to
1: sort that out. Actually, Paul's
0: trying to sort this out. So the best place to reach us, if I'm, I'm not a web designer, I'm so scared that people were trying to email us through that site and weren't able to get through. But nobody for... goes
1: to websites anymore. I
0: know that. I know that. But like, what if they were? So just for now, just go to the socials. Um, I usually. Handle the Instagram. So, like, if you want to send us something or whatever, yep. the best place to do is just kind of message us on Instagram, uh, Instagram at this time until we can figure out what the hell is going on with the website.
1: Yeah, I emailed the uh, um, creator, developer, I guess, technically, mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting to hear back as to why. I've done some research online and kind of figured out why it's doing what it's doing, but I don't have enough because it's an asshole savvy to know how to fix it. Like, I know what needs to get done, but I, I'm like. I gotta like. It take me a week to learn. I don't know. Like it's just. It's so. I'm not like a design. Like I'm a. I, I, I words. Yeah. <laughs> I can't words. do. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs>
0: Bottom line, he can't do it. Bottom so, line. So uh, yeah. Reach us on the socials. Thank you for joining us this week.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye.